Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is the host of the Ken Crump Show on YouTube, Miss Kendra Crump. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for, uh, for number one, having me. Thank you for not thinking I was bot and deleting my message when I reached out to you. I appreciate you for that. You know, I hope, I hope your credit score goes up about 500 <laughs> points just for that. Shout out to you. <laughs> yeah, I will. I mean, first of all, the, the message was, you could tell a bot message. I mean, it, it's pretty, uh, <laughs> it's pretty bot. You, you, would, you know what's so crazy? You would think that, but you still got people out there who still want me to show my face. And I'm like, guys, come on, you ain't you ain't go through my profile. You didn't you didn't you didn't do a thorough check. You can I mean you you can't be that dumb. But hey, and they be trying to holler at me too. I'm like, brother, please, you're stupid. Okay, you ain't the highest grade of weed in the dispensary. Get out of my face. You know what? I we let's start there because I was a little surprised. What what made you reach out to me? All right, let's talk about it. So I always tell people, man, when you, whatever dream that you have, whatever talent it may be, depending, because all right, some of y'all ain't talented. You know, I always tell people like you, you out here trying to be a rapper and, and the hardest conversation you'd have in the black community is telling your friend that they can't rap back to the story. So, I, you know, with me being a comedian, if you guys have not already been able to tell, with me being a comedian, um, had a conversation with God one day when uh, the pandemic happened. People kept saying, oh, man, the pandemic, um, you know, this is the worst thing ever. It's not bad to me. There have been some things that have bothered me because of this pandemic, but overall, I haven't had no issues, right? So when I, now that I'm working less, having a conversation with God and God said, Kendra, you need to start reaching out to podcasters. Now, this was back in October when I first started getting on people's podcasts. So he told me, go on certain websites. I think I found you off a of top black podcast. If you're, if you're connected with them, are you connected with them? I'm going to be honest. I just post on Instagram. Who knows? But... Oh, okay. Well, look, <laughs> somebody, somebody picked you up. Okay. Somebody picked you up. And I just said, okay, let me check you out. Checked you out. I said, okay, cool. He he ain't talking about, you know, sports. He ain't talking about the, the, the mortuary. Okay. His podcast ain't no boring ass podcast. He's cool. You know, so with that being said, I just said, let me go ahead and shoot my shot. And again, one thing I realized, man, you're not going to get everybody. I don't have some people say, oh, well, my podcast is about anxiety and, and, and mental health. So we feel like you're not a good fit for that. As if I don't get that people, you know, but anyway, so yeah, that's pretty much how I found you and I and I just was like hey you know I think this would be a great bonding moment and, and stuff like that and a great networking moment and all that good type of stuff so hey here here we are many many weeks later <laughs> well it's a, it's a pleasure to have you of course and look at you being recognized when you have somebody reach out to you I'm pretty sure you've had people like once they found out you had a podcast I'm pretty sure you had people want to get on your podcast but you were like brother come on I know you you ain't gonna be talking about nothing okay <laughs> hey, come on now because they be doing hey, they be doing the same you thing you know what it's 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 um I've had so okay I've had people reach out and I'll be honest a lot of times when people reach out I don't get a lot of people reach out. Um, I don't, and I don't, you know what? I don't really feel a certain type of way about it. It's like, if they've, if they've listened to it and reach out, then it's mm -hmm. like, okay, well, let's, you know, let's talk about what you heard. What I, what I don't understand is if you would reach out to me and you never listen to my podcast, like, 
that's the question I'm always going to ask. Well, did you listen? Because uh, my podcast is pretty straightforward. It's um, it's not a lot of um, fluff. It's not a lot. Like, there's no music intro. There's no music outro. It just depends on who my guest is. So if my guest is like, um, if my guest is high energy, then, you know, it'll it'll come off but my energy is pretty much what it is like you know i'll laugh at you know if we're having a funny moment or funny conversation of course i'll laugh but a lot of my podcast depends on my guests so that's why i'm always that's why i'm always like okay if you reached out then you know did you like what you heard and some people may not even even listen so that's to me confusing if you reach out without listening. <laughs> I think sometimes people just feel like they have that opportunity. Like, you know, everybody's podcast is different. You know, you don't have to have, um, you know, you don't have to have that intro outro type of thing. You ain't, you ain't got to sit here and do a little quick monologue. You say something, you get straight to the point where you introduce it and stuff like that. And, and you listen to the person like you, you did it. You did a cool thing. Like, like, you know, you started this podcast, you had, you had a goal and everything else like that. So, Hey, that's how that goes. <laughs> let's, let's back up a little bit because you was talking about um, COVID and, and how people, ne- how, People uh, said it was negative, but you said there was some good came out of it. Mm-hmm. So what good came out of it for you personally? Number one, I realized I don't like people as much as I thought I did. Okay. That's the first thing. <laughs> you know, I used to sit here and just hang out with people just because. And then once COVID happened, I'm like, bro, I don't like none of y'all. <laughs> like, I'm cool on that. Secondly, I'm only, because I work at the airport, all right, do not add this out because I want people to come in and support me like they support their favorite stripper that they think is going to go home with them. I'm not going to go home with you, but I do want you to come support me, all right? I work at the airport, Hartsfield, Jackson, Atlanta, Concourse B as in Bravo, 09, I'm at a kiosk, I'm there Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, late morning to early evening, all right? You know, come see me, leave me a tip. I'm not talking about your penis, guys. I'm talking about pocket change. Thank you. So with that being said, with that being said, um for for me uh, uh for me per se i work three days a week now versus five and i love it you know because the fact that you know you gotta these new protocols the way that these people are acting i mean I'm, i get ready to like molly wop lotties folks i'm like bro if you feel that crazy about COVID, stay home man okay stay home and everything else like oh i i gotta sign this like you got you got a napkin i can like you know grab this this pin with i'm like what bro what Oh, well, no, I, I don't want you touching my card. I, I brought my own pen. Oh, okay. Okay, well, all right, yeah, so, okay. So, yeah, like I said, COVID, with this COVID stuff happening, I was able to work on my craft and figure out, you know, how I can better reach my audience, what other things I can do, like, you know, with this whole comedy thing and 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 just really focus on graduating school. I'm graduating um uh, with my bachelor's in mass communications, which now I realize as I look back at it, I really do even need to go to school for this. I could just further my education with just psychology and state with that. But hey, it's one of those things where you live and you learn. I, I don't know. Did you ever go to college um, at any uh, point or you just like after high school, you just went to the work field? I did, go to, I did do a little bit of college. I've done... Uh, <laughs> when you add up the, the the times I went, left, went and left again, <laughs> it's about two years. 
Oh, well, hey, that's something. Did you did you have college roommates or was it a community college? No, 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 community. <laughs> community. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing wrong with that. What what was your major uh, during those two years? I did um I did business administration. That was one. So when I went, here's the here's the thing. Like, unfortunately, I was one of those people who who went to college without a real plan. Like, I didn't know what I wanted to study. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to get a degree in. And that's probably why I don't have a degree is because I never really went with a plan. It was just, you know, that was the next logical step was go to college. And I think if you go to college, you should have a plan while you're there. No, that's actually true. When I went to college, I, you know, I, I had no, um, for me, myself, I was very looked over and, you know, in high school with the guys I like, like I had a, uh, I had a, um, like a low self-esteem kind of kicked in. Cause I'm like, how come nobody wants me? Like, I, do I got to be the good times girl for some guy to show me some type of attention, you know, and stuff like that. So what ended up happening was, uh, I get to college, honey, I was hot commodity. Everybody everybody was you know wanting wanting this okay everybody wanted wanted me to wanted to jump on this okay i said yes finally but they they like had nothing going on i'm like bro i can't be the only 18 year old with a car what do you think this is <laughs> where'd you grow up at so born and raised in atlanta been here since i was zero you know, um, you know, and I, I get bored because I've been here so long. And you know how you get bored, you want to travel somewhere. I'm trying to travel to Rapper the Games House, JC on Terrell Taylor. I know you listen to this podcast. You can't see me, but you can hear me. So I respond <laughs> back to my DM that I sent you on April 19th, 2020 at 1.38 in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. Thank you. So yeah, um, grow up, grew up in Atlanta, you know, um, and, and Atlanta's cool, man, but Atlanta is expensive. I was trying to look for this, um, a house right i went to the hood where if you like as a child you knew not to go over there unless you knew somebody right um went to the hood for one bedroom is a thousand dollars i'm like bro we in the hood do you not see that crackhead find that rat what why is it a thousand dollars people over here trying to gentrify what's what are we gentrification for what word where, if you this is what i don't understand about america okay you over here like trying to do this whole gentrification where are all the poor people gonna go to where do you migrate i mean if you try to go live underneath the bridge with the homeless people there's a waiting list to get underneath there okay can't do it yeah it's gentrification more is about it's, it seems like it's more like in the city like people want to be close let's just call it what it is a lot of a lot of white people they want to be closer to like businesses, they want to be closer to the action. So with, unfortunately for the minorities, you get pushed further out. And it's, I don't, man, I don't really like some, ironically there is not all white people. Like there are people who benefit from gentrification that are not white. It's because technically there's no law to say we can't buy the properties. It's just, unfortunately we sell because it's because of taxes, whatever reason, um, just wanting to make a quick profit because they'll give you, they'll give you a price that that looks good to you, and you may mm-hmm. make the person that's selling the house may make like, uh, you know, maybe fifteen, twenty thousand dollars, and for mm-hmm. them, I wouldn't say that's life change. Well, for them, 
it's life-changing money because they're thinking about what they could do with that 15, 20,000. But then, but then that person comes in, you know, does some improvements to the house, changes some things up, put the house on the market and they make a hundred thousand dollars off of it. So it's like, yeah, I give you, if I know I can make a hundred thousand, yeah, I'll give you 15, $20,000, no problem. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But so how has it, how, I mean, you're, you're um, we talked before we started and you're mm-hmm. 26. How has Atlanta, how's the um, Atlanta changed since you were a kid? Man, these people like that, that are living out here in Atlanta, man, I, I really feel like they are allowing the outside influences come and, and make them stupid. Like I have never met so many quote unquote, these people from Atlanta who want to, I guess, like this is, if you want to go after, you know, with your rap dreams, go ahead and, and go forth with it, I guess. But I'm like, bro, everybody can't be a rapper and trapper. All right. Like, like some, like, can we, can we get some farmers around here? Like, I'm tired of this, you know, not, not only that, a lot of these guys, again, I don't know if it's because they, they, you know, are in heat or, or what, but I'll be like, Hey, what, what side of town you on? Right. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell them I'll make up a town side of town and I'm on like, okay, cool. So since we were out in the same area, you want to come over tonight? Sir, sir, why, why is this a forced message? It's 11 o'clock at night. I'm not going to Waffle House off of Waffle. That's what I call it. Y'all can be like, Kendra, how you from Atlanta? You don't like Waffle House. I'm sorry, I don't. But like, I think the thing is, it's like, it's just not the same because people don't, they, they do not, uh, they give our city a bad name. You know, a lot of these scammers out here, um, a lot of, like I always say, if you lived in Atlanta for an extensive period of time, at some point you're going to get scammed. A lot of scammers out here. It's a lot of, um, everybody wants to be a lash technician. I'm like, my, my entire thing is like, if, if everybody's a lash technician, who's keeping you in business? Like, let, let's, let's, just, let's just keep it real. Who, who's, who's keeping you in business? You know, and and I had I made this uh this post out here talking about you know like you got niggas out here selling drugs to buy drugs like you ain't trapping baby you trapped it's a lot of that out here <laughs> you know I'm like yo all the plugs so who's keeping y'all in business okay is that why you 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 asking me for a ride is you know you you got Jordans I'm like sir car cannot your your Jordans can't be your car right I'm a whole 180 pounds here okay sir you're gonna break break down on mile number one so as far as with Atlanta how how it's changed a lot of stuff has been closed down um they have I will say this they have migrated the homeless people that used to run the streets of Atlanta um and they migrated them somewhere else but that road downtown still bad like oh here's a joke for you one time I was driving I hit a pothole so bad that my that my boob popped out my shirt. And I'm like, wait, uh-uh, that's the last time I'll come down here. So I only go downtown if and only if necessary, you know? So like like I said, for me personally, I it used to be like the feline forever. I love Atlanta. And like I said, Atlanta's still cool, but I want to get a change of scenery. Like I'm trying to go elsewhere. I don't even mind leaving the whole US of A as a, as a total, you know? Where would you consider going if you left? If, if what would you first of all, where would you consider going in the states? Okay, so I like it warm. I was gonna say Miami, but you know, I was told by Charlemagne the God the craziest people come from the Bronx and all of Florida. 
you know, one, I, I did a little vacation to Florida. I saw a duck. I'm like, oh, you know, I have a good spirit. I thought animals I th would think that they like me and whatnot. But um, I, the duck had flapped its wings at me after the third time he trying to touch it. So I'm like, wow, you're evil. You must be hungry. Okay. But Miami is cool. It, you know, it's just expensive and stuff like that. I can go to um, Texas. I like Texas. So I think Texas might be the move, you know, um, minus this ice storm that they had a few couple months back. I was like, wow, like that was, that was scary and everything. But yeah, Texas is cool. Somewhere where it's warm. Because I'm telling you, man, black folks are not meant to be up north. Y'all quit moving to Minnesota. What is wrong with y'all? Like, have, have you ever lived up north before? <laughs> no, well, okay, so I'm from the D.C. area. That's not considered it's kind of <laughs> It's kind of weird because Maryland is technically considered uh, under the Mason-Dixie line, which is which is considered South. But most people do not consider Maryland the South. It's considered the North. Um, once you take the once you take the Mason-Dixon line, Mason-Dixie line argument out of it, yeah, we we considered the North. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's the weather, but. But see, the, the good thing about that area, the D.C. area, is, is full of uh, opportunities. Um, it's, it's, uh, we're not too far from the federal government. So a lot, of, a lot of the economy is based on the federal government. And, you know, fortunately, it's not, you know, it doesn't, it's kind of like recession proof. Like, um, You'll get your you'll get your uh, times at the end of the year where the House and the Senate they can't pass a budget, so you gotta, you know, for a couple of weeks you gotta be concerned about okay, what's gonna happen. But they always get a deal done at the end of the end of the year. So the the economy is fueled by the federal government and federal government contracts. So it's a lot of opportunities there. Got you, got you. Yeah, I've never been to DC. Um, I would like to go, you know, I, I had somebody, I was talking to one guy, he said, you know, I'm from DC. I said, oh, well, how far away is the White House from your girl, you know, from your address? He's like, well, you know, I'm a hood nigga, so we don't go there. I'm like, y'all don't? Oh, okay, well, I like, I like hood dudes. Y'all are my kryptonite. You know, so. What, 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 hood dudes in DC or just hood dudes in general? Uh, hood dudes in uh, general. I don't know. Something about a hood dude. Not the street dude. There's a difference. Something about a hood dude that just not, like lights my fire. I'm like, man, y'all are dangerously scary. You know? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what is it about them that appeal to you? I think, I think a hood dude, man, is uh, like, you know how they say the nice guys finish last? Like, I feel like, I feel like you're, are you, would you say that you're a nice guy or does it just depend on like who you're around? Like that, that, you know, that um that roughness comes out like what would you what would you say about that like uh me personally i would say i would lean more towards i'm a nice guy but i'm not i'm not one of them nice guys who they say finish last <laughs> mm -hmm. gotcha so, well like i i'm not i don't like so here's the thing about the nice guy thing i i don't I don't understand how you yourself could call yourself a nice guy. That's it's kind of like for other people to determine. If you determine that I'm a nice guy, then cool. If you determine that I'm a jerk, uh, that's, <laughs> I, 
I personally don't feel a certain type of way about it. Like there are some people who may feel I'm a jerk. I mean, I would like to know why you feel that way. And, and then if you can explain why you think I'm a jerk, then shit, maybe I am a jerk. I don't know. <laughs> you, you know what? I, I was going to say, you know, everybody, everybody feels a certain way about everything. But I don't know. I guess for hood dudes, like they, that, that, like I said, them not being afraid of nothing. And again, somebody told me, Kendra, every man has some dog in him, whether it be a poodle or, or pit bull or a little chihuahua. Every man's got that dog in him. So, you know, but I, like I said, I do know for a fact, like, if you, if, if you ain't going to allow me to talk to you in any type of way where you put me in your place, put me in my place, I'm like, oh, shoot, okay. You know, just like, like, just kind of like, like the hood romantic dude, he, you know, walks me to my car, opens my door, and smacks my ass on the way in. I'm like, man, that, that that's that's lovely. That's lovely. You know. So, what you think only hood dudes do that? No, 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 no. I know every man. I know a lot of different men do that. Uh, something about you having a bed in jail, or not even a bed in jail, but something about you. You know, uh, I, I don't know. I'm just. It, it's just. Uh, a little bit of that ignorance that comes with like you know like sometimes just every blue moon mispronouncing the mis like okay if you say you is not going to embarrass me like like when you're using a little bit of grammatical error i was like man that that feels kind of liberating i don't know uh listen i'm still young man i'm still young i'm gonna grow up one day <laughs> my frontal love just developed like a few months back okay so <laughs> So you do you think that's do you think we how do you see it as you get older? You think you'll grow out of you think you'll I don't say grow out of it, but you think what you like would change? You know what? I I, I think it possibly will change. Um it should change or so. Um, but there, like I said, there are some things that might stay with you. But I think once you hit like I think when you're in your 20s, do get every get it all out out of there you know go through your whole years like I always tell people man you need to go through your whole year so you won't it won't haunt you when you get married okay go through your whole years try not all the drugs but a few different drugs that you know aren't going to get you hooked and have you somewhere talking about there's a you know a radio in my head or something okay um just be be wild young free stay up not all night long but you know some of the night eat some pizza at one o'clock in the morning do live life. But when you hit 30, you need to be already established with something. Have some credit going on. You know, um, ha, you know, quit throwing up the, the gang life set. Like, brother, we in Chuck E. Cheese. What you got your flag out for? Come on now. You know. So let me, let me ask you, because you, you brought up something that's interesting. Like, because you, you mentioned you're young. You don't think that because I've been hearing that whole phase thing a lot lately. And me personally, I don't agree with it. But one, I'm not a woman. And two, I'm older, I'm married. So I don't I don't really understand why. Because let's be clear, there's, there's a double standard. So let's just put that out there. So I don't really understand why a woman will want to go through that phase. What do you mean by going through that phase? What do you mean by that? Like, is it well the just just sleeping around with a bunch of different men? Because that's how I would that's how I would define a whole phase. Now, if I'm wrong, please correct me. 
Well, no, no. Okay, so this is what people don't understand. Like the word hoe, a lot of people don't understand that. That is short for, you know, that's basically a prostitute. If if she has done something like, you know, in a way of of being a prostitute, what, what I mean by hoe phase is, I guess my definition of hoe phase and everybody else's definition might be different. Just like getting, trying different things, trying what you like. Because again, you might be into, example, you might be into dominatrix and she might not be into that. So these are things also you can talk about, you know, prior to you all getting together and everything else. Um, so that's the thing about that. You, you all can talk about, you know, talk about that maybe six months into dating and say, hey, what do you like sexually? Like, these are things you need to know. Because I'm telling you, man, I have met so many different people who are like, I don't like this or or that's not what I do. And, and they're like, man, my, my spouse doesn't, you know, s- support me no more, like, or at all. Like, she, he or she's boring, which is why they start, you know, looking for other things outside of the home. You know, because it, it, they can't divorce them because it's cheaper to keep her, you know, and stuff like that. So, like I said, as a woman, if, if a man can do it, why can't the woman do it as well? And I know it's a stereotype, you know, not stereotype, but that, that's like, you know, double standard and everything else. And a lot of this type of stuff relates to the biblical days as well. You know, a lot of men can have multiple wives or multiple girlfriends and it's okay, but a woman can't do that, you know, stuff like that. So, like I said, I think. I think once you have tried a lot of it, you're like, you know what? I've done it all. I don't, I don't want to sit here. Like you got people out there, you know, no shade to anybody who does this, but you got people out there who don't mind having relations while the woman's on her menstruation. I'm like, that to me is disgusting. You got probably men who are older than you who feel like that's okay. You know, but I didn't came across some guys like Kendra. I don't went through that. I already did that. As I think about it now, I feel disgusted. I even did that, you know? So Again, I think both parties need to figure out exactly what is it that they really want so you guys don't have those issues. Because I'm telling you, if, if she says, oh, babe, like, I like my toes sucked. You're like, I don't like toes. Like, that's going to be an issue. So so she might be talking to the mailman one day. Mailman's like, hey, man, how you feeling? Like, I see you down. Normally, you're chippery. Man, my husband will suck my toes. Oh, man, I love sucking toes. That was an idea in her head. Now she's thinking about the mailman, like, you know, randomly when she when she's upset with you. And, you know, so like I said, that, that, I know that seems very extreme, but this type of stuff happens, okay? This type of stuff happens. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know for me, you know, just the whole, again, I, I guess because I'm older and married, there's just a lot of things that I look at and I'm just like, Okay, I mean, good luck with that working out because I mean, I don't, I guess if you, I mean, I guess like you said, is men can do it, but um, I don't know if the woman can necessarily talk about her whole face. Like, that's not really something she can announce. Like, you know, she just has all these bodies that she slept with. And I, and again, let's be clear, I don't, I don't think a man should be doing it either. It's just, that's just the world we live in. When men do it, it's just understood. Like it's that there's nobody that's gonna look at a man. Well, there are some people that are looking at a man different, but for the most part, he's not looked at different by the amount of people he slept with. What is it? But with a woman, it's it's looked at totally different. And I hate. And you know what? You brought a great point as well because 
society says as a man you're supposed to be out there and they laugh at men if you if you decide to save yourself for marriage like why is that okay for me as a woman to save myself but as a man you had like you're supposed to be out there you know oh being being a being a virgin is, is looked at as bad but it's like why can't it or you must be gay like why don't you want this and stuff like that like like if you turn a woman down what's wrong with that what's wrong with that like we like can we start teaching our sons there's nothing wrong with wait, saving yourself for the woman who you feel is right for you not the woman that you that you got this puppy love phase off of but the woman you feel is right for you yeah i mean that's yeah that's <laughs> i mean there, there's not enough of that um men teaching men teaching younger men to abstain from sex uh it's a, <laughs> I, it's it's a different idea it's a good idea I, like i don't i think people have a lot of meaningless sex um you know, there's there's a lot of people who have sex just to do it. Um, I, I, me personally, I don't know if that's good or bad. It's like, see, one of the things that I have a hard time doing is because I have a hard time interjecting my opinion about certain things because I don't fall into that category anymore. It's like, I've been married 18 years. I'm not single. So it's like, I don't really know what, <laughs> single people should be doing I, but I know the perception of what it's like when a woman says she's been with a certain amount of men that's that's gonna get her to side so that whole phase or whatever you want to call it that I feel like that would definitely get a woman looked at different now does she have to announce she's had it no but mm-hmm. if, she start, if she starts to find herself in rooms with these men that she's had whole phases with, then that that could become a little uncomfortable. Well, okay. Let me ask you, prior to, you know, you all getting married, did Mm -hmm. you, did you want to know who she had been with? Because I know for, as a man, y'all can, you know, take it, but you can't, you know, like or somehow you can dish it but you can't take it or so like did, no, did that bother you or you never like just discuss that like whoever you were with in the past is that that's that's in the past it was yeah it wasn't it wasn't worth having the discussion though um i just i i'm confident that my wife didn't go through no whole phase mm-hmm. so <laughs> um that was all i needed to know um at when at the time we met, I was attracted to her. I knew I wanted to be with her. Um, I didn't I didn't know when we first met I wanted us to be married, but I knew I I knew that I wanted something special with her. So there wasn't really a need for me to ask, well, how many people you've been with? And, you know, it just it just did wasn't a need to, not for me. Mm-hmm. But if she was announcing you know, she's had she's had a whole phase, and she's an advocate for whole phases. That, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna look. I would have definitely looked at that a little different. Got you. You know, got you. See, got this you. is okay. This is this is one thing. Like, if you look on 
if you there's a lot of things that people say that come off as cool and trendy and all that stuff. Like you got women who will say, oh, you know, they're going through their whole phase and that, you know, it's cool and we, we should be able to do this because men do it. And you got certain men looking like, okay, well, if that's how she feel, cool. But I'm not dealing with her. Like if I'm if I was single, I would never deal with a woman talking about going through a whole phase. Like, what am I dealing with her for? Like, she's she's shown me what she thinks about sex. Mm -hmm. She doesn't care about it. That's why she's going through a whole phase. And I don't have time for that. I wouldn't make time for that. Got you. Got you. And I mean, but that to me shows that you are a person who is, it shows to me that you, you like, have self-respect for yourself you know there, there are some men out there who don't care like I always was taught that if you you don't bring those like number one every woman is not supposed to meet your mother I don't know what where that became cool a lot of these people are out here just deciding to you know um bring every girl home to their mom and all that other type of stuff but with that being said, like, you don't do that. Um, number two, I was told you don't, you don't wife up, you know, bring, wife the hoe up. You don't bring home. You, you can't, you can't find love in a strip club. But what happens is you got certain songs out there, talks about finding love in the club. You got, you got whatever it might be. Everything is, it, it, and it's like, times have definitely changed for the worse. That's not cool. <laughs> Like when did that become when did that become cool? Marrying marrying the stripper. When did when did it become cool? Uh, so that the marrying the stripper thing, I don't know. Yeah, that I don't know. But the love in the club thing, um I think you can find you can find the right person in the club. Uh because it depends on the circumstances. Like it could be a circumstance where you're not really a club person. You're not really a club person, but you just so happen to be in the same club that night. Mm -hmm. Or or you two are, I'll use the term socially active, where you like going to the clubs, you like being out, you know, doing your thing and listening to the music, having drinks, you know, what people do in the club. If you both into that, then that might actually work. But the, yeah, but see but, the problem. Go ahead. No, I was, I was just saying, like, I feel like we're about to agree with the same thing, man. I, I, I feel that um, there's some, the reason why, okay, you are married, okay? You, when you come before God, whether you're, whatever your religious preference is, everybody has to still go get ordained by a minister, all right? When you come before God, that's that covenant he has with you that he's bringing upon you. The covenant starts breaking when you start having three ways, orgies. Why are you bringing all those spirits into the bedroom? When did that become, and again, these are things you need to get out of your system before you decide to say, I do. Okay? When, <laughs> like, 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 okay. 
look at let's let's for example look at ti and tiny okay ti at one point was one of my favorite rappers i've been in living in atlanta all my life i still ain't seen this negro have you ever seen ti before in person uh me personally no i'm i've never really been to atlanta so oh well he might I've be been, but not, city. i haven't been socially around Atlanta, so. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, he might be in your city. You might just catch him at CBS. You know, sometimes he's, he's entertaining <laughs> in, in the strangest place. I had somebody tell me they saw DMX in Hobby Lobby. I said, what? I said, that's amazing. I said, you yell what? They said, no, Kendrick, not yell what? Uh, anyway, <laughs> but for example, people out, out here and these like T.I. and Tiny, they do these little three-way relationships, threesomes. I'm trying, first thing I thought to myself was, I don't know when exactly. I don't know the date nor the time when I actually heard about them first doing that. But I kept thinking to myself after I heard about it, so how do people actually know about this? Right? You know how sometimes things are just rumors, people just make up stuff. Okay. Um, but then it kept happening again. And I kept hearing about it again. And I kept thinking to myself, why do people know what you guys got going on? That's something, number one, if you're going to do that, you need to keep it to yourself. Why are you sitting here telling people about your, what you're, you're, and again, you wonder why your relationship is, your marriage is not where it's supposed to be. The cheating. And I always, and I, correct me if I'm wrong. I've always thought, I've always thought that um, if you as a person, no, no real woman is going to share a great D. I always thought that. And if you really love somebody, why do you feel comfortable having someone have sex like they're cheating in front of you? You're like, like, why do you feel comfortable? Uh, yeah, I, that, that's not a question I'm equipped to answer because I'm selfish. So I'm not saying nothing. I, I, <laughs> I have no idea how those situations work. Um, because you know why? You know why? Because you already came complete. You already came complete. Oh, well, Okay, when you say that, what do you mean? Like sexually or? No, I mean like mentally. That's what I mean. You, I can tell well, that you are a mentally mature man. But it took years to get to this point. Like I didn't, I've been married 18 years. So I was only 23 at the time when we got married. And I, I wasn't, I wasn't the man I am today. I wasn't the man back then that I am today. But that comes with time, that comes with growth, that comes with living. So I wasn't always in this space, but there's things that happened to me in life that got me to this point, just living mm -hmm. and experiencing life. So that's why I am the way I am today. But at, you know, at 23, you can't, you couldn't expect me to have this mindset at 23. You know, I wasn't well, T.I. <laughs> <laughs> But I wasn't, but I wasn't who I am now. Like, like I said, that I think one of the things that you have to, in any relationship, you have to let people evolve. You have to let people grow. And that takes time. You have to be, but you have to be patient with that person to let it happen because we're all constantly evolving. You know what? And, 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 and you're right. And you're right. Again. You know, I listen, I, I like to I like to gloat on people. I like I like to gloat on people and stuff like that. When I see greatness, I I I go full throttle with it and everything else. So 
with that being said, with that being said, um, I think the man that you are now, you already went into your mind. Like when you decide to say, hey, I do, it ain't going to be, all right, I'm bringing extra women in the room. It ain't going to be, <laughs> all right, let me go ahead and and and, and let, let's, let's go ahead and put this out on the World Wide Web. So are, do you guys have children? Yeah, we do. We have a daughter. Okay. Let's 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 put this on the World Wide Web so accidentally our kids might see it. Come on now, you got people out there who do that, like like people in throuples, and it's like, bro, you got kids. But again, if, if I say this, I'm look like I'm judging, but it's like y'all say judging, you don't want to take like this is the truth. This is why y'all are so messed up. I'm telling you, man, I'm way beyond my years. I'm way beyond my years, man. You you don't you you would think I'm I'm a young I'm a young whippersnapper, but I really was like born in 1970. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> it's a lot again a lot of things that just come with time and living and you know by God's grace he allowed me to live a little bit observe some things and you know now you know now I've been able to speak on the things that I've learned so you know not everybody wants to hear it. that's fine but the people that I choose to talk to if they you know if they receptive to what I gotta say then mm-hmm. great if not <laughs> but I know you, you know, I know you, you, um, you, you have another recording schedule. So I wanted to give you the chance to, uh, talk about your show. Um, what, what are you, some of the things you want to work on with, with the Kendra Crump show? So some of the things I, I am definitely trying to make happen with the Kendra Crump show, I'm trying to, to go as far as I can. Like my dream ultimately is to have my own radio and television show. Okay. Called the Kendra Crumb Show. And you and your wife are definitely welcome on the show. Y'all can be part of the guest panel or whatever it might be. Okay. Um, I'll fly you out or have you a nice hotel, but still bring your bad bug spray, you know, cause even these five-star hotels, they, they be tripping. Okay. You got, you, you never be too careful. Never be too careful. But anyway, so um, I am uh, just 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 continuing to get my craft up there and just just making just making it happen, just making it happen, and just trying to um, just just be somebody in life. You know, I started this podcast back in July 2019, and um, it has literally people like Kendra. You need your own TV show. You are freaking hilarious. I'm like, hey, I appreciate it. I I, I definitely appreciate it. You know, so. That's pretty much it with that. Definitely. Well, look, I wish you all the best with the show. Um, when, when, how often do you release? Um, how often you push upload things? Cause it's on so YouTube. Every, right? every Wednesday, once a week, I post an episode on my YouTube channel. So make sure you guys are please subscribe to my YouTube. It's Kendra Crump, K Y N, as in Nancy, D as in David, R as in Robert, A as in Apple, C R U M as in Mary, P as in Paul. So make sure you all, um. Uh, please subscribe to to the to the show to my to my YouTube channel. I have my skits up there. I post just hilarious content. You know everything up. E- everything that I, I can post, it's always going to be. It's always a vibe on my page, man. It's always a vibe. All right. Well, I wish you. Oh, tell them how they can follow you on Instagram as well. Yes, Instagram is the Kendra Crump Show. So the as in the Kendra. Crump show, my own individual podcast. If you want to get up to date episodes, because the post I'll put out on Wednesday, I will put them out 
Um, those are some of those posts were episodes were from like last year, you know, so it, uh, it just, if you want to get up to date and speed up and, and catch up to what's going on with me, um, you just follow me on like the same places that, that, you know, you all can follow this lovely host right here. So Spotify, Apple Breaker, Google Podcasts, wherever you can find me. So yes, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, again, I wish you all the best with the show and everything you have, um, everything you have planned moving forward. Thank you. And look, I hope, I hope you, I don't know how many followers you got, but I hope it increases times 10. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I want to thank, I want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp. My Facebook is also conversations with lamp. You can listen to the sound. You can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple podcast. Again, thank you all for listening. Have a great day.